Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello and welcome back to Red Room. Welcome back to the free episode. I put these out at least once a month. I'm really going to try to get another episode out for you guys this month because this episode, as you can, I'm sure, see from the title, is with a guest. I'm going to get into introducing our guest momentarily. Um, while I have you, could you please subscribe on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, wherever you're listening? Giving us a rating also really helps as well. It's really easy to do on the Spotify app now. You just scroll up where you see the star symbol. Give me five stars. Come on, don't be scabby. And uh, yeah, it just really helps the podcast um, prosper. If you enjoy what you've heard on Red Room so far, um, first of all, thank you. Second of all, you might be interested in our episodes over on Patreon. So I do weekly episodes on Patreon. So far, there has been 34 episodes plus some bonus episodes. And there has been seven live streams, which are also released as audio podcasts. I think you really like the episodes. We dive into so many different types of topics, everything from the metaphysical, the spiritual, true crime, conspiracy. I have my podcast with Adam called The Docket, where we talk about kind of topical stuff. It's a bit more lighthearted, a bit more fun. As I said, we have the live streams, which are dedicated to a month. We have one that's on a topic, two, second one, which is more of a pop culture one, what's been going on in the news. They're all really fun. I think it's really good value as well. Six euro a month for six pieces of content, a euro piece of content. Uh, If you're bored right now, if your TV shows are drying up, it's a great way to kind of binge on some stuff. Obviously today's episode is a guest and if guest episodes are your thing as well, I've had so many amazing, interesting people on the podcast, including tarot and astrologists, uh, psychic mediums, ex-cult members, dream interpreters most recently. Some of them you'll be able to listen to Traders of on the Spotify or wherever you're listening to this. So if you're interested in that, do go back and listen to the trailers. I try and give trailers when I can. Um, But yeah, go check that out if you'd like to. But without further ado, I'm not going to talk too long on the intro this week because I have a whole hour interview. I'm really excited to do my first public interview and it is with no better woman than Miss Patty Negri. Patty is an amazingly glamorous, beautiful, warm, kind-hearted psychic medium. She is based in Hollywood. I mean, how much more glamorous can you get really? And she is also a witch. 
She is best known for her recurring role on the Travel Channel and Discovery Plus's number one show, Ghost Adventures. She's an international best-selling author. Her book is called Old World Magic for the Modern World, Tips, Tricks and Techniques to Empower and Create a Life You Love. She also runs something called University Magicus, so she has her own magic university. She has been on other TV shows like Bad Girls Club, MasterChef, America's Got Talent, Wipeout, The Trevor Moore Show and Jeff Lewis is flipping out so quite the resume for your local neighborhood witch we can all agree. Uh, She also has a weekly podcast called The Witching Hour and in this interview that you're about to listen to Patty and I get into it. She is an open book which I just absolutely love. She talks about you know her gift as a child being able to see and communicate to the dead, how she feels she has always been a witch, she was born a witch, she will die a witch my favorite part of the interview and you'll hear we talk about some of her creepiest seances there's lots of celebrities involved there's some very famous locations like the hotel cecil i mean some of the stories were so fucking creepy and they're all backed up with youtube videos so this is not just someone telling stories this was all captured on tape and we also go into like some everyday magic tips so you know if it's something you're interested in maybe you're into psychic mediums maybe you're into magic you can come away with some tips and if not even if not it's just a fun conversation. As I said, Patty is just so lovely and warm and we just had the best time chatting. So thank you so much to Patty for coming on the podcast. Guys, I'm going to leave you with the interview. As I said, if you like this episode, please give it five stars. It means so much to the podcast and it's a really easy way to help us out. And I will talk to you all in a couple of weeks. Okay, so joining me here today on Red Room, I have such an exciting guest that I'm so happy to talk to all the way out in LA, we have Patty Negri, who is a psychic medium and a good witch. Patty, how are you? I am great. Thank you so much, Jenny, for having me on. I am thrilled to be here um, all the way across the pond. And uh, I know. No, life is good. <laughs> good, good. And uh, we were just talking off uh, air there that you're coming to Ireland soon on your first trip. So, you know, we have a lot of history with witchcraft here. I'm sure that'll be exciting for you as well. I know. I am so excited I, because, I, you know, America is just way too new. We're a fabulous country. And plus, I'm on the West Coast, which is really new. So getting someplace like Ireland where there's so much history and we're going to castles and I'm oh. just so excited. <laughs> I know. It's a, uh, especially the West Coast is a beautiful part of the country. But um, hopefully you'll get loads of new fans now from Ireland. You never know. You yeah. might get stopped. <laughs> Yeah. So, yes. so for everyone here who may not know who you are, would you do a brief introduction of you, um, of what you do and why you love to do it? Okay. Um, I am a psychic medium. I've literally been talking to the other side since I could talk. I just knew as a little kid that those so-called imaginary friends little kids have weren't imaginary at all. They were real spirits and beings, not necessarily scary at all. And I just had this obsession with death, never dark or morbid. I literally did my first seance when I was seven or eight. Um, And even on the witchy side, I'd you know, find myself in the backyard just knowing what to do with the rosemary and put it in my mom's purse and stuff. So um, I end up being an L.A. girl. I was always kind of in the entertainment industry. So um, sitting and I literally live smack dab in the middle of Hollywood. So I do lots of TV stuff. I think I'm most known for is the last six or now almost seven years I've been regular occurring on Ghost Adventures with Zach and the gang, which is great because 
it's always an adventure. You never know where you're going. I mean, you'd literally be blindfolded, put in the trunk of the car, not really the trunk, but in the <laughs> not knowing where you're going. And it's always, it's such an adventure. Um, you know, I do lots of other shows again, middle of Hollywood and lately working with YouTubers and influencers. Mm -hmm. And, um, but again, ghost adventures is the one that everybody knows because never a dull day never no. a dull day it sounds like so you know you say that you have always spoken to the dead and this is actually something that i've interviewed another psychic medium and i've kind of looked into others that a lot of people who uh you know work as a psychic psychic medium they feel like it has always been with them do you, is there anyone else in your family who has been able to do this or has it just kind of did it come on you all of a sudden no, I actually think I have it in the blood from both sides. Um, my, cause when I was my mom, I, she would always say, oh yeah, grandma could do that. Grandma could do that. I think my mom is, is was as, as intuitive. They could come as well. She just mm -hmm. never focused on it. Just, she wanted to sing and dance and then have a family. So that was it. But she was really one of the most intuitive. But it never surprised her. It wasn't like, and we didn't have any weird religious break, break, you know, belief systems that said that's evil or anything. Yeah. It was just like, oh yeah, grandma did that. So that's on my mom's side, which is actually kind of there's Irish, English, that it, that's all that part of the world is where they came from over. Mm -hmm. And on my dad's side, um, even though that's where all the lack of religion, my grandfather, famous atheist, philosopher, psychoanalyst came, he came from Turkey, um, Sephardic Turkish. So I've got these kind of Turkish roots from that side. So I think the blood all mixed together went, whoa. <laughs> I know. And I think that's so important as well to kind of not have, you know, in Ireland, right? So we have a lot of history with like paganism and a lot of that was washed out with Catholicism. Um, and obviously, you know, everyone's entitled to their own belief systems and their own personal beliefs. But when you look at how sometimes the heritage has been stripped back because of misbeliefs around being a psychic medium, like do you, I know like as well in America, there are a lot of quite religious people. Like, do you come up against that often? Not often. I mean, yeah, there's lots of people who pray for me because they think I'm going to burn in hell. I'm like, eh, no, there, I don't, I don't have a hell. It's okay. <laughs> and I just love them. I don't need to convince anybody. I think there's a million paths and you just pick the one that's for you. But luckily I, I'm West coast where we are much more liberal, much more open. Yeah. If I lived in the Bible belt somewhere, it might be a different story, but luckily I'm in a creative city in a creative West coast where I, you know, no one's burned a cross in front of my house quite yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah. Um, so, uh, you know, you mentioned, right, your mother has that intuition in her um, and possibly throughout your family too. Like, do you think that everyone almost has an ability to kind of hone in on those traits? Um, or is it more, some people have it, some people don't. What do you think? I think everybody has it. I think, um, most people don't ever wake it up and in our modern society our western society that all of us live in it's 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 not encouraged even because i talk all the time left brain right brain your left your logical reasoning brain is what gets us through our day to day the right brain the creative that's where you're going to be an artist you're going to be a dancer you're going to sing you're going to see the dead you're going to talk to spirits you're going to know the future it's all right brain not logic but we we take that away we focus everything on your imaginary friend i even remember when they took art out of schools in los angeles because they wanted to focus on you know arithmetic reading math 
guess what? The math and reading skills went down when they took away art, the fairy tales, the stories, all of that. We have to develop that because that is where the magic lives. That is where the spirituality lives. And we just for so long did not put focus there at all. So I think we're all born with, even if you just want to call it instinct or intuition, like animals have instinct and intuition. Um, that's even less in us, how you know how to take your baby, an animal know, cat knows how to take care of her baby cat and all yeah. this. We have been so programmed into, so unintouched with the planet, with the earth, with the seasons. That's why paganism to me, it's like, ah, let's get back in touch. We, as for right now, we're divine beings, yes, but we are also corporal, earthly, gravity-ridden, sitting on this rock. You know, let's get to know the planet's this earth the ground around us because yeah, that's definitely. what we're part of 100 i think like the more we engage even though like you know things like technology are obviously so incredible like that's how you and i are talking and how you and i connected you know we also have to see i think it's about balance right like you talked about the left and the right side of the brain and i think you know no one can be i actually did a podcast on it where they were saying either way there's this misconception of you're either right-brained or left-brained it's like no you should always try and have both it's like even when you talk about the divine feminine, you know, you have to balance out the divine masculine as well. Like these things, yin and yang, they have to balance each other out. And with technology, you know, I find it's almost, it's getting more impossible for us to pull away from that and get more connected to earth and just to each other as people rather than like people through screens, you know? And I think that can right. be a big, uh, a big right. challenge. Right. Before we all are the matrix and living in a pod and no, we don't know what a tree is anymore. But no, but again, I have hope. I think we're, what's going on on the planet right now is, I think, is a big, big hit us over the head with a two by four balance wake up call. We had become these little zombies because tech mm. zombies, you don't have the emotion. OK. Da, 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 da. And so therefore, maybe that's what Mother Earth said. OK, let's give you a little pandemic. What's important? Or let's do this. <laughs> and now it's just getting worse because we are slow, stubborn creatures. Yes. Wake up, wake up. But people are. What is important? You know, stop, breathe. I remember right as the pandemic started, the air in LA got really good. We went from bad air to good air. Like, oh, oh, we we can control that. Let's pay attention. Let's pay attention. So I think Definitely. that's what it all is. And we just, it's a dance. I always say it's the dance between logic and intuition, knowing and knowledge we've been taught. And, and that's where the, all the magic happens because we do need the other side. And even if you're a psychic medium or you're working and you're getting messages straight from spirit, you have to use your left brain to know how to relate them without coloring them by your belief systems, but you have to know to speak to you, who you're speaking to. If you're speaking to six-year-olds one way and med students another way. And so we have to dance between the two. And, and again, you're light and dark, yin and yang. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. That's so interesting. You spoke about it, like a delivering your message, you know, because I could imagine it so depends on the person, their beliefs, if they're completely skeptical, like, can you kind of with your intuition almost, can you feel that off a person? Um, or has there ever been a time where like, say you have felt really compelled to deliver a message to someone, but you were kind of like a bit scared or wary? Um, yeah, well, I, because of, um, I'm really about people have to ask for something yeah. ethics again, to live in this world, you have to have 
You have to know right from wrong. You have to have a good sense of ethics, integrity, virtue, moral code, not morality, who does what with who, but moral code, because it mm -hmm. can't be some book that tells you what's right and wrong. You have to know this is good or this is not. If I have a big on off switch, when I go to the grocery store, supermarket, I don't want to see people's dead mothers. I want to go grocery shopping. So, and I ethically don't think it's right to approach someone if they have not asked me. Um, so if, if some spirits going, please talk to you, please talk. I'm like, I, I really can't. And at very most, I will go up to them and say, okay, now you might think I'm crazy and maybe I am. Um, but there's somebody on the other side who wants to give me a message. Do you want to hear it? And if they say no, that's fine. Cause mm -hmm. that's not my business. That's their karmic. That's their growth or non-growth. I, I just think that's when you get in trouble. And yes, you do have to speak to, whether you're tarot reading them or you're healing them or working like, like say you're, you're talking about sex education. What if, if you're talking to like little grade school kids, it's one thing, you know, horny teenagers, it's another <laughs> medical, st medical students. It's another, the yeah. old folks moving into the, the Randy home. It's another same, same information, but know who you're talking to and you could see who's open. And that's also why my whole life I've studied religion, philosophy, science, occult science, metaphysics of every form because, okay, you know, not that you know I'm talking to a heavy-duty Catholic race or I'm talking to, you know, an atheist. It's, but you feel out by languaging. Again, you're not changing your message. You're not changing your truth or belief system. But if I'm doing a working with somebody and I know they're super, super, super faith of one form, I'm not going to say anything against that faith in the middle of my... I'm not going to go, hey, Lucifer, and they're going to go, Lucifer's the <laughs> devil. And I'm going to go, no, it's actually a whole different, you know, you don't, yeah, you yeah. don't have overwhelm to go there. people. Yeah. yeah. People get overwhelmed with information too. And I especially can imagine if someone came up to me in the grocery store and was like, I've got a message I could be, and I'm super open to it. I'd probably be like, oh, you know, you can choke yeah. a bit. Because so who are talk, you? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I want to talk a bit about your career in TV. Um, I've been looking you up since we agreed to this podcast. I've been looking yeah. at so many clips. So I have loads of questions. So what was the first, I mean, obviously as you said you're smack by in the middle of hollywood of course they come to you you're super glamorous as well so i can see why people want you to have you on their tv show but what was your first tv experience and you know what did it feel like a kind of intimidating to go on to tv no well see the thing is no because i was I kept my world really separate. I was, again, I was a singer, a dancer, I was an actor, I was a model, a teen model, and I did TV all through my youth. And then I started being a producer. I was a producer, but I kept my magical world very separate because once I started my production company, it was very corporate. I did big corporate shows for like banks. And I'm like, these people cannot know that, you know, I dance around a bonfire in a cloak and talk to dead people. They just can't when I'm dealing with the HR department and teaching motivational whatever's to the Microsoft vision of, they just, I just kept it separate, 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 yeah, yeah. separate. I had my world. It was my truth. I just, if a TV acting job was great, but in 2008, when that the big corporate crash came, all of a sudden yes. corporate entertainment became a dirty word. I was producing big song and dance extravaganzas, still educating, but now it's about motivational and stuff, nothing magical. Mm -hmm. um, but it just crashed. All of a sudden it became a dirty word because it was so misused mm -hmm. and reality TV was going up, 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 up. And I remember somebody asked me, and I had been doing sketch and improv, so reality would have been right up my alley, but mm -hmm. not as witch or psychic or medium. So, but somebody asked me, they go, okay, Patty, we're doing this show. 
And we really need somebody with your ability to do a seance who could really lift the veil. So you'll be able to, everybody will be able to say, I go, no, I can't. I'm sorry. I would, I would love to, it helps to help, but I can't. Please, please, please. There is, we don't know if have anybody else and we need to fill in. Please. And I'm like, no, I really can't. And then I'm kind of looking at my empty calendar going, all oh, my work <laughs> dried up. I'm like, no, I, well, okay. Wh what's the show? I'm like, no, no, no. And yeah. they go, well, it's called Mobile Home Disaster and it's on country music <laughs> television. And I'm like, well, nobody will watch that. Right? I didn't know what reality become and everybody would watch that. But I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah. okay, okay. Mobile Home Disaster on CMT. Okay. And I went and I did. It, it was so fun. Again, I got to be me, real, legit, 100%. I got to help this beautiful little human living girl who was, had been like literally drawing vortexes on the ceiling of her, you know, trailer home. And they all thought she was crazy. I'm like, no, there's a vortex on the ceiling of her trailer home. I got to help her. I got to help the spirit. I And I'm like, oh, it was it was like this empowering thing, which really is my lesson to everybody. This was so much great. And what? I don't have to memorize lines. They follow me, me around with three cameras. It's like, this is so much fun, but I'm never going to do it again. I'm, I can't. <laughs> this is not. No, nobody's got. That was a great experience. So, of course, it airs the very next morning. My like biggest corporate client, I think it was a bank, called up and she's like, hi, Patty, I saw you on TV last night. I'm like, oh as my voice raises oh, no. oh you did and she's like yeah <laughs> and she goes i didn't know you were into the paranormal i love the paranormal like you did no way and we had our best conversation ever it's like her whatever her experience as a child and this and that and she watches yeah. all she watched ghost this is way before ghost adventures her favorite show and i'm like yeah, yeah. um okay i and i went what am I doing? This is my truth. I, I'm out of the closet. I'm out of the broom closet. I'm out of the psychic <laughs> closet. And so then again, the corporate market still sucked. I still have my production company. I just don't have time to do anything literally. And reality TV went up. And then again, now me being in the middle of Hollywood, me knowing camera, knowing how to play the camera not play the camera from hitting marks no legit 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 that i wouldn't ever fake anything never have but i do know how to hit a mark and i do know how to talk inside a sound bite so i became <laughs> kind of the go-to person to call if they needed either a psychic or a medium or a house cleanser or you know a witch or whatever so i started doing everything like bad girls club pit you know jeff <laughs> lewis nicole richie and it's just like this this is great and yeah. i get to Again, my whole thing is about letting people know, I don't want to convince anybody to be anything, but know how powerful you are as a human. You have choices, just who you are. I don't care what your religion or belief system is. Take your power back. So if I'm on some silly show like Bad Girls Club or, I work with a lot now with Awesomeness TV and we're in the, the you know the group house where they fight all the time. It's like, here's how you don't have to fight all the time. Or what mm -hmm. if we do this? What if we put this wall like this and we put this spirit? And, they, and to see these little light bulbs going off, wow, I don't have to be so miserable all the time. It's like, yeah. So I get to a whole market that would never read my book, never come to see me or have a private session with me or see me on my, my ghosty TV. So it's it's the best. I was totally yeah. led there. I was thrown there by spirit because I'm yeah. kicking and screaming all the way. In, yeah, but it isn't happened. it funny how like, you know, 
even someone with like an innate kind of ability like you had that you knew you always had it was still a resistance you know we're so um it is kind of a societal thing that we're told to like keep those things so private and uh, it didn't even occur to you to like merge the two but then once you did it was like it's almost like that oh. call with your client was like the justification it was like okay your yeah, biggest fear didn't even come true then, yeah <laughs> no it's like oh uh oh uh, yeah so it's like penny so dropping it's, moment. It's, yeah so now it's 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 just i just say yes <laughs> yeah. you know we talked about um technology there do you does like the, do the cameras ever affect or did they ever affect maybe in the beginning your ability to kind of you know perform as a psychic medium and you know does spirit like have are they aware of that going on like when it's like you know making a tv show they they are aware because again number one they're going to use the energy of the people there and they're going to use the energy of the cameras everybody who knows who's filmed whether you're it's your cell phone because you're doing it they drain your energy they drain cameras so like non-paranormal shows when i do them wonder what happened to our camera battery it's like we'll get used to it <laughs> you know like paranormal shows do know that spirits do know um but but luckily, because I had been on camera for so long, it didn't yeah. bother me. Where some other brilliant psychic or medium or paranormal person of any sort who's not been with cameras before would be like deer in the headlights, you know, hit here, hit here, do there, because it's very invasive. You're carried around, whether it's Aaron with a camera on his back staring in your face or a whole separate crew doing whatever. For me, it was completely natural. But spirits know and they know you're coming. And even more than, the tv stuff is my regular clearings and stuff i do because there's so much activity because the veil is thinning that's part of mm -hmm. all this stuff on as we move into that age of aquarius you know they sang about in the 60s so if i'm going to go do a clearing of a, a home or an office building or a town or whatever that is um they, they know i'm coming so either the, the the craziness pulls way back or they go high or it goes way big before I get there. So I was like, it probably won't say the same. It'll go one or the other. No time yeah. and space on the other side, no time and space. So that's yeah. hard concept for us. Can it ever make them like the spirits angrier that they know there's like a kind of TV show coming or would it really not affect them that way? Okay. Spirits are just like people. They, mm -hmm. Say, everybody's different there uh, there's people who would like ooh a tv show which most people are but no matter what they say like oh i couldn't be on camera everybody have that opportunity like yeah, yeah. even if they're shy <laughs> and ghosts are usually like that and a lot of them they really want to be heard i don't mm -hmm. believe most ghosts are stuck they hang out because they want to they want to watch yeah. your kids grow up but yes of course the, what tv wants let's go to the insane asylum or the prison or where they are not necessarily there by choice yes. or they are stuck because that's just whatever this weird human side of us wants to see. But, you know, they can get, you know, weird and angry, but almost everybody has a message. But the thing is, that's funny is, is personality wise. I always say big in life, big in death. You know, if, if you're Bob, the quiet banker in life and you work in your cubicle, you're going to be Bob, the quiet ghost, wherever you are. And you're not going to be so interesting to a TV show, but a big old movie star or a rock star or a yeah. serial killer, you know, a gangster. Yeah. Big in life, big in death. So they're much yeah. more interesting on the other side. Yeah, um, but yeah, 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 but like the certain, like, like the Black Dahlia killer, he was this horrible hated women misogynistic evil and he i mean literally he i got not even when i was filming go i filmed a few things there 
my own home, he pushed me into a chair so hard it ripped all the cartilage off my ribs. I had to go to urgent care. He's evil. He is dark, dark, dark. And certainly bad people are bad ghosts. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was going to lead me on to my next question. So tell me about him. How did you come in? Was that on a TV show that you came across him? Well, I I had done another TV show there, a non-paranormal one, but we were doing, I was doing a seance and I think it was a mansion house show. I don't, again, silly TV. Um, But I I remember feeling how strong he was. And I think I channeled him a little bit. And then we shot a ghost adventures there. And I allowed this, him to come into me like, you know, 70% where usually I'll give 80% because you don't get my whole body, but it's just so dark and evil. And again, just hated women. He tortured way more than Elizabeth Short. There's a lot of women, you know, but just most of them were lost girls and no one reported them. But I was, so that was all fine. And I knew what I was doing, but, um, last year, I think, I, my earlier version, not my podcast now, but I had a short lived, and this is why short lived one with a different producer, um, where it was kind of seance meets true crime meets whatever Mm -hmm. in this podcast. So so I had over the most famous AP associated press reporters, Linda Deutsch coming over who had, you know, covered all this stuff. She was after that time that, but, and my producer then, And I dropped the ball because I am really big on my protections and how you set it up and who gets to come in my home, which has got a beautiful ghost of her own. And it's a 1920s Hollywood bungalow. It's really active, but dark stuff doesn't get in. But I dropped the ball for a second with my producer before everybody got over. We were playing with a spirit board, a Ouija board, because she always talked to her friend like it was texting. Um, but I had, I just, we'd fallen into it because nobody was there. And I did not call my wards and guardians. And all of a sudden it was like, that's not your friend. And he pushed me up into the back of the chair at the back of the chair. It's like, huh. all of a sudden I just hear this crack, crack, crack. And I start floating down to the floor and she's like, are you okay? And I'm like, I really know I'm not. And I, I always say I'm okay. I, you know, I could have like, you know, two legs cut up. It's fine. It's a flesh wound. I yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I'm like, no. And I, and it had hit me so hard. It had ripped literally the cartilage off of my, um, off the ribs Jeez. and my floating ribs. So that was, oh that was God. painful lesson of don't drop the ball and, and, you know, dark is dark. What are some of the scariest like places or seances that you've actually experienced? I think the scariest experience was, um, again, right in my little 1920s Hollywood neighborhood. It was this house. It was um, built by Charlie Chaplin for one of his girlfriends. He had many, Mary Astor. It was a party house. So lots of drugs, alcohol always can bring in a dark thing. Crazy, crazy, crazy. So that was for years. And then the Rolling Stones manager bought it. So the Rolling Stones stayed there, moms and papas, Grant Parsons. And then they moved out. And then the person who invented the real life sex doll moved in. And then he moved out. And then my neighbor, Merlin Benson, moved in for for seven years and and recorded there. And it got too dark for him. Eventually, it's like, oh, too dark for Marilyn Manson. Uh, Okay, but we were doing (laughs) a documentary in the house. And it wasn't even demonic, just cranky ghosts. Demons get way too much credit. Yeah, demon wannabes, but again, big in life, big in death. And this one kid got disrespectful and really young people around the table, which have strong life force. When you have people just teens and past puberty and they have 
a lot more activity is going to happen mm. always. But he was being disrespectful, and I didn't keep him in line. I take I'm the captain of the ship if I am yeah. there doing this, and I didn't keep him in line. So first, cool things were happening, like literally, like the French doors flying open, and like wow, that's like on completely time. Everybody screaming and looking, and the cameras caught it. Happened again, and then the speakers on the floor came on like this white noise. <sighs> and they weren't even plugged in we looked later Whoa. it sounded like a spirit box and then oh again God. he's saying something and we're getting this information and he said something really stupid and disrespectful and not him but the cameraman facing him burst into flames like a v of fire up what? his back he was not standing in front of a fireplace he was not and two cameras actually caught it one camera like started filming the ceiling or the floor you, i guess you touched the metal and strength of a camera person by the yeah. room bursting into flames yeah. and his facing the other way this poor cameraman's wondering why millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from noom like evan who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds salads generally for most people are the easy button right for me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. By everybody screaming and pointing at him as he's bursting into flames his shirt burnt off him like it was a synthetic it was a cotton it should not have gone poof so all of a sudden cool you know medium which patty becomes medic patty and i am i am an emt i'm like drop it blah, 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 blah. and i'm calling in all my guardians and all my wards and we're done we're done i don't care what we're filming god this is not good nobody burst into flames on my watch as i'm watching the blistering on his back and but the cameraman who was a super skeptic he's like no i'm okay this is weird i've spontaneously combusted like the movie spinal i'm okay i have a sweater i'll take this burnt shirt off and i talked to the spirit i'm like come on we're not even going to get rid of you i looked at the kid who caused it and not one more word was going to come out of his mouth he was scared to death it's like well you're yeah. okay now you're respectful so we were able to finish but that's crazy stuff a glass flew out of the cupboard after that but the happy ending of this oh going back to that other story the black dahlia that my producer friend quit the next day because oh. of all the stuff we got and that was the end of that show huh. oh my god because we got all this stuff on the equipment that whole night was a mess so anyway now oh, we're back god. to this one so the cameraman instead of like going oh my gosh i caught on fire he was so intrigued by it. he showed me three weeks later this is what's wild he goes patty look at my back where the blistering had been and the scarring it had looked like he had went and got a tattoo of a dragon open mouth sharp teeth winged head into the shape of the serpent and jenny that oh, is my back god energy that i called in to shut down the seance i work dragon magic dragon energy crossroads magic i have dragons everywhere big scary <laughs> you guys can't see this but i'm yeah. a dragon um i went you literally pulled out of nowhere I, I i always it's my world um i'm like i'm looking at this almost dragon tattoo scar from bruce i'm like oh my god you have a tramp stamp of a dragon on your back that is like the coolest thing i have ever seen and he thought it was too he was so intrigued by the whole thing he, he's a he's a writer and he's had some really big documentary style films so he wrote a whole horror film about this tv psychic medium who does every show basically about me um um and then 
a thing happens and a portal gets opened. Um, they haven't done it yet. I hope they do. I hope somebody fabulous plays me. But yeah. I sat, I did sit down with him for like five hours and I go, oh, Laurent, you, you can't say that on camera. You can't say that in the script. He'd like, but Patty, you said that. I go, I know I said that. That does something. Spirit, oh. energy, ghost don't know the difference in an actor reading off a script, Hila, Mala, Huda, whatever, and somebody really doing it. That You don't want to be one of those cursed horror films, do you? Because yeah, it happens all yeah, the time. Yeah. Where all the actors die at 27. Yeah. Everybody gets in the car. It's like, no. So we could have just as scary of sounding words or melodic of sounding words without having them actually affect anybody saying them on the crew or watching it later. So so if they ever do do it, it'll be a safe film. It's called The Portal. <laughs> oh, great. So, and he was a skeptic, you said? He was a total skeptic. And, and did that like change his mind completely? Completely yeah. change his yeah, mind. Yeah. You know, when you have, when you burst into flames with nobody throwing fire at you <laughs> yeah. and you see the stuff going on in that, the doors fly. It was like, it was horror film stuff without a horror yeah. film and no special effects. So oh that my was my craziest seance. I think the darkest place other than the Black Dahlia house is the Cecil Hotel. I was just Hotel. about to ask you, I saw that you went there um, with Ghost Adventures, right? Um, and guys, if you want to, you can actually, I'll link it in the description here. You can actually watch it on YouTube, the full episode uh, where Patty comes on. It's so good. I need to ask you about this place because I mean, it's just so fascinating that somewhere has so much history to it. Like anything, I mean, if anyone doesn't know, that's where, um, what is it? Elisa? Elisa Lamb. Elisa Lamb. Found in the water case. tower. Yeah, found the water tower. She She's going in and out of the uh, elevator. There was a Netflix documentary, but it has crazy old Hollywood history as well. And, every, and Richard Ramirez, a serial killer, another yeah. German serial killer. More people jumped out the windows there, threw newborn babies out the windows there. So yeah, as as typical, um, I don't know where I'm going. Zach had called me a couple of weeks before and he said, Patty, we're coming to LA. We need you. Okay, great, great. Didn't hear from him, normal. Then two <laughs> weeks later, I get a call. He goes, hey, Patty, we're here. Can you get here in two hours? And I'm a girl. I'm going to two hours. I'm at my brother's house. Do I have time to brush my hair? I've got a shower today. Oh my God. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I could be there in two hours. I do not think he told me it was a Cecil hotel. He said downtown LA and he gave me an address. And that's, again, I've never gotten more than that, but I get there and it's like skid row downtown, scary neighborhood anyway, though, like across the street is a fancy apartment building. That's just what it's like. So I get there and I go, I saw the Cecil. I go, oh, that's the water tower, girl. That's all I knew. I didn't know anything about anybody else, not even Richard Ramirez. I go, that's the Lissa Lamb, but that's it. But I park and I'm walking up the street. The first sign was, it's like, this rat did not want to me to let go in. And I'm not overly afraid of rats. I mean, usually they will startle you and they run away. Yeah. This one wanted to go the same way I was going. I would move right and the rat would move right. And I would move left and the rat would be moved. And we're, dan we're dancing <laughs> in the middle of the skid row like, rat, move, I've got to get inside. But already the building is coming in on me. I'm not even inside yet. It's like a vice starting, the de depression, hopelessness, despair, uh, you just want to cry when you're half, a, and, and, and I walk in the door and I'm going into trance state because I allow myself on that show from the beginning. I'm going into trance state already and the building's coming in on me. And then Zach and the guys pop up. It's like, hey, Patty, they've been there already. We're here. Okay. And they have the camera strapped on. And he's like, okay, let's go. He goes, 
Uh, there's 14 floors, there's 700 rooms, they're all unlocked and you tell us where to go. <laughs> and I'm always like, what if I get crickets? But I, I, I lead them to the elevator and I'm like, oh, this is the Alyssa Lamb elevator with the buttons and the looking Ooh, out the window. I'm like, I don't even know what, me. yeah. I don't even know what button I push, but I let them, we got this stuff in the hallway and then I let them to a room. This is funny. Again, trance state is like dream state for me. Mm. I, it's so depressed. Every room you walk in is a different world of sadness or depression or despair. But I walk in, and I'm like, ah, oh, and they're tiny. I go, I got to get out of here. And I go walk over to the window. I wasn't thinking anything. I just, I got to get out. I'm opening the window. And Zach's like, Patty, what are you doing? Sit down, sit down. And he got louder and louder, even louder than you saw on camera. I think they yeah. cut that out. And I'm like, <laughs> and the part of me in trance going, why is he yelling at me? He's never yelled at me before. I just got to get out of here. I'm opening the window without a screen. And then he finally got me to sit down and there was a little SLS camera kid dancing on my head. I had no idea of all those 700 rooms. I led them to a room where somebody had jumped out that exact window. He, oh I probably was going, God. I got to get out of here. And he just did. So I, he probably, Zach didn't probably want to catch me by my feet going out the way. I don't <laughs> think I would have. I think my Patty spirit, even if it's 10% of me, just like with the hypnotism, a person can't make somebody do, they really wouldn't do. I don't yeah. think that the Patty spirit would have let me jump out the window, <laughs> but it was weird. And he got me out of there. And then I led him to this other room. Um, and I felt being attacked and so scared and so desperate. And I'm holding myself. I look like an eight year old who has to go pee. <laughs> and, and I'm going, no, don't go there. Don't go there. And he Zach's like, what's happening? Where are you being attacked? And the part of me still Patty. I remember going, how do you say that body part on television? And I, I don't know what I said, like lady parts or females. I led him right to a room where this poor woman who lived there and fed the birds every day had been raped and murdered. So it's like, I felt her oh just desperation and fear. That place is crazy. Um, just crazy. Like, do you think that's like, I mean, it might sound crazy, but like, is it like the building or is it like almost like the collective trauma that like just gives it this dark energy? Because so many people who go there all say the same thing, whether yeah. you're a psychic medium or you're it's average not. You're Joe. just a, a ra average Joe. No, I yeah. think it's all of the above. I think the ground is really charged there, downtown LA. Who knows? Native American, what they yeah. always say, because it was or yeah. whatever. There's grid lines going there. It was built to be a fancy place in the Depression Hill. So it's never been what it was supposed to be. Mm -hmm. It's almost always been a flop house or drugs or this or that, mm -hmm. which always brings in the dark. I think something is so evil created there. And mm. I think it got created like an egregore or something like the, all the desperation, all the serial, all the bad that has created something. It affects living people there of hundred percent and it affects spirits. They are stuck there. I went back um, with a, another group, I, uh, YouTubers I work with, TFIL. They're mm -hmm. great. They're like young Zacks. They're they commit 120% just like the guys do. Um, and we spent, uh, we did a four episode thing there and same thing. And I went into some of Alyssa Lamb's room, but the weirdest thing, I think the weirdest thing almost that ever happened to me, we were in the hallway. Those hallways are just, you feel the desperate, their spirits mm. walking up and down going, how do I get out? Everything is about how do I get out of here? And I can't, whether you're dead or alive. Um, and so I was, I thought I was channeling a spirit. And I, I rock because I do rock anyway. That's I go into thing, but I was rocking hard. That I remember Corbin had to put his hand behind his my head, and I thought I was just talking. 
all they heard was gibberish. All they heard was blah, 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 blah. No and Corey, way. who's really intuitive, he goes, we should play that backwards. They played it backwards and I was speaking English backwards. What? That's crazy. That's like, should I put that on my resume? That's like, I mean, yeah. You I, should call I, up David Lynch and get on Twin Peaks because you can just do it on call. I, I know. I'm like, that, I I can't even do my alphabet backwards. Like, yeah. if I got ever pulled over for drunk driving, I'd have to be drinking. If they go do the alphabet backwards, I'd be like, Z, X, Y, Z, no, Z, Y. I can't do it. So, to talk backwards, it's like, yeah. yeah. And it went so right into the whole guy. It was kind of like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And again, that same, I've got to get out of here theme. And it was like over by the window where they probably went and smoked out the fire escape window. It was just. And did you pick up anything from Eliza Lam? I did a little bit. She's very lost. She's very lost. And she, she doesn't understand the energy that's going on around her. I did not pick her up as strong as others. And I, maybe her spirit just isn't as strong as some. Yeah, others yeah, yeah. but it was it was everything there is sad everything yeah, I'd, is I'd say sad. so did you pick up um like any or have you ever kind of picked up some like old hollywood celebrities or anything oh, like that because i know that oh, you do a lot of that on tv yes they're the best again just like as bad again most tv wants to go to the scary places like the cecil or the prison but happy ghosts are happy and big happy ghosts are great um so like i like to hang out at the hollywood roosevelt hotel where they're hanging mm-hmm. from the chandeliers marilyn monroe's always walking by the swimming pool in this little chiffon beach cover and <laughs> by the bungalows where she stayed and uh, i got to stay in montgomery cliff room he was an old time actor who lived there for like three mm-hmm. months while he was filming from here to eternity i brought a, a trumpet with me because he learned to play trumpet for that movie and people used to come he knocked me out him and his boyfriend it was i love happy go yeah <laughs> i mean i guess they're not as fun on tv but yeah. yes i have more fun There's for a, you yeah they, they like to hang out most of the ghosts at the um American Legion are happy ghosts. That was my very first ghost adventures in 2015 when I was just okay. to go in there as a guest. Really happy ghosts at the Hollywood Athletic Club, which is mostly closed and used for an event, Matthew, because it was a day in the day in the party where they just got to be them fabulous selves. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Um, so I would want, I'd love to know um, if anyone's having or ha- is experiencing, say in their home or something, some paranormal activity and they don't know what to do, would you have any tips for people, like even just to deal with it, like before getting like a clearing or whatever, you know, is there anything that people can do to maybe make the spirit a little less aggressive? What do you think? Yeah. Number one, don't get angry and don't get scared because if it's a negative spirit that's what it wants be very much this is the best the thing that i've known since i was a kid and that has gotten me through insanity around the world is this is our realm of existence this Mm three-dimensional corporal human this is our realm that's theirs the other side of the veil they really do have to play by our rules on this side but people don't know that so they give away their power they you know that when you see the person get all possessed and whatever they've allowed that to happen because they didn't know they could take their no my body my room you can't unless there is a severe mental imbalance which could be or there is a severe drug or alcohol problem which changes everything 
I mean, not just, oh, I smoke a joint, whatever, but just, you know, that brings in the darkness. We have control mm-hmm. and command them in the name of whatever you believe in the name of God, in the name of your dog, in the name of your, <laughs> your designer handbag, without anger and without fear, but with like, like a parent, like a disciplinarian parent or a strong teacher. And guess what they do? Um, lots of protection things. Uh, just remember when you're clearing go counterclockwise and i'm not a big sage person i think it's too harsh but whatever you're using palo santo go clockwise and counterclockwise above the equator clear 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 just let out anger it's not all ghosts anger and sadness and your own illness and whatever and then don't leave it there though now you're going to go clockwise and fill it back up with love and happy bring in a sweet incense carry a candle room to room and state claim who gets to come in your front door only people invited in people with respect for you or your home what comes in that window fresh air inspiration what do you want in your living room happiness this comfort bedroom intimacy sleep and you fill it back up with all the good attributes colors scents smells oils herbs it's full up again with what you want you walk into a room and go ah soft blue and there's no room for the dark stuff to get back in and use whatever protective there's a billion ways to do it work within your belief system or work within every belief system i work elementally because i am just an elemental witch so i work with air and fire and water and earth but if you're an angel person put your angels um my the most protective sigil or symbol i know is a helm of awe the norwegian rune there's this little eight-sided cross um I have that under my doormat. It keeps out burglars and dark spirits. I, I don't go on ghost adventures without wearing it or the other shows that go dark. Um, you know, if it means hanging a cross or a star of David or an Ankh or a, a Turkish evil eye, do it. Because it's mind, body, spirit. It's your intent. You have to believe. Mm-hmm. You have to take action. And the spirit is the magic or power or belief or faith in that item. Yeah, so that actually brings me on to what I want to talk to you um, about before we end up about you being a witch. I mean, we've obviously spoken for the last while about you being a psychic medium, but I'm so interested. You know, you call yourself the good witch. Um, Tell me, what does that mean to you being a good witch? (laughs) Well, uh, number one, uh, I don't like white, white witch and black witch and dark and light. Things are so much more complicated than black and white and light and dark and plus so many connotations and i'm a big fan of the wizard of oz i always wanted to be glenda i do have that big puffy dress i'm still trying to work yes i'm still trying to work on coming up in a bubble but they do do bubbles now it's like "Mm, where can i but no i just because i do only work in the light i only work good magic i don't control people i don't do anything that will cause ever harm it's always abundance and add and what not so much good or bad evil evil or dark it's because you're going to go to hell no it's because you live in the world you create mm-hmm. so why would i send people hexes or curses or darn you because now i live in a world of hexes and curses and someone could do that to me send them mm-hmm. love guess what mm-hmm. that they're not going to bother you and you could get everything you want by positive magic everything and i've proved it over and over again the fact that i'm here right now and i'm not dead is here healed mm-hmm. myself from brain tumors cancerous things fractures it's, it's all in my book blah 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 um i should they told me by 50 
if I lived, which I probably wouldn't live between all these female counselors and everything else, if I lived, I'd be in a wheelchair. And I kind of went, hmm, no, I'm tired of being a victim. I was a victim from the time they discovered this thing for years and years. And I went, no, I'm not going to do that anymore. And guess what? Every illness went away. Every symptom went away. Does she have lupus? I don't know. So anyway, so I just, I said, no, I did whatever the doctor's supposed to do. I didn't like, I don't go to doctors. But so by 50, instead of being dead or in a wheelchair, I'm like, I want to prove it to myself and to the world. So I decided to try. I'm, I'm in Hollywood, remember? <laughs> I decided to try out for Wipeout, the world's hardest obstacle course, that big, crazy show with the two big balls. Yeah. I think it's all. And so I use magic, good magic, because I'm not that athletic. Then they tell you like 100,000 people to get on that show. And I got on that show. No and way. <laughs> it, I did the big balls hardest most painful scary and empowering thing i ever did i go this is how powerful we are as humans i'm not a better witch or better human but that faith and the magic and the mind body spirit in the, in witchcraft is called creation working dispatch it works so i this is a this is habit forming embracing that fear so what else can i do now i can't cook my husband won't let me in the kitchen i got kicked out of home ec in high school I'm going to cook for Gordon Ramsay. That's what I'm going to do. So I beat another 100,000 people. Next thing I know, I'm on MasterChef season three, <laughs> cooking for Gordon Ramsay. Gordon. Again, it's like they're going to figure out any minute. I do not know what saute means. And I'm sitting here with a salt shaker going, which side is up? Uh, and it, it was scary. I did not last long. I would not expect to because I, but it was like, oh my God. And and then I'm like, okay, this is really fun. I'm beating the odds 100,000 to one more than that because I can't cook. Those other 100,000 people are the best cooks out there. I'm like, what am I really not right for? And no business. America's got talent. I have no talent because I was a dancer, but not that good. Maybe I got to dance with Gregory Hines one. But what will, what do I want to show how powerful magic is? Positive magic. I'm going to get on America's Got Talent. So I'm sitting there. I remember at the like the Los Angeles Convention Center with 5,000 other people auditioning. And I knew every convention center all over the country was. So again, there's their 100,000 people. But next thing I know, with good magic, I'm rolling on the floor with Howie Mandel on the <laughs> Dolby Theater, making a complete fool of myself, which I like to do. You know, rolling around <laughs> with his dog in a leash and psychically reading his dog and cracking up. Um, so but... But all of it, I did not buy on those auditions like, oh, I hope that person burns their chicken or I hope that person trips on their dance move. No, I was like, you do good and you do good. Oh, my God, that's the prettiest thing. I hope you you look so good and, and encouraging all these people. The universe is abundant. Whatever you want to call it, a God or gods or deities or Mother Earth, I don't care. What you get if what you give is what you get back and it all works yeah. from the positive kids definitely <laughs> and are you are you self-taught or like did you go to anyone have you been practicing this your whole life as well or i have studied with everyone i do believe in education i'm i am natural born like like i said when i was that same little toddler kid i would literally be in the backyard of my suburban los angeles house picking mint and picking rosemary and stuffing it in my mom's wallet, which she did not understand. What are you doing? It's like, it'll give you money, mom. And she probably thought I was just being a kid, like pretend money out of the bushes. No, yeah. years later, I study the attributes of herbs and things. It's like, it's exactly what they did in the blood. I think again, in the blood, I tapped into my blood, but I also think education is everything mm -hmm. so i like I said studied all the major religions uh, occult sciences metaphysics new agers old agers odd things 
well, I don't know enough about Peruvian shamanism. I'll study that for six months because it, it adds to your library. Again, both when you're talking with people or if some deity shows up, it's like, oh, you're Waki Kikapoo from the East Indies of so-and-so. Um, and, and you do come in warded with whatever. I know protection methods in every belief system. So if, if, if that spirit's not going to understand my Norwegian helm of odd, I'm going to give them that. Um, so no, I've studied always with the best of teachers in everything. And I, Amazing. and, and I've so much so that I've started a school this year, yes, really affordable. Nobody can, can say they can't really come to Ford. It's like $10 a class or something is, and we don't preach any one thing, but it is a spirituality school, metaphysics. We have witches and vampires. Um, the world's sweetest Satanists. We have voodoo queens. <laughs> we have a Catholic priest. Wow! Um, right. All so positive funny. magic, though, because yeah, I yeah. mean, somebody, some people won't understand that, but yeah. it's all empowering positive magic. And then you guys figure out what you believe. You pull astrologers and this and that. So that's my pride and joy right now. Amazing. And so what, um, if someone was like signing up with that, obviously I'm sure you can do on your website. I'll link all that below for anyone if you want to go check it out. What, um, like, what do you, like, so you're saying like $10 a class, what would be some examples of some classes that people, or what are the most popular classes? I teach a mediumship series, um, a three week mediumship that somebody, if, if they never thought they could be a medium or talk to the dead by the end, they know they can't. If they're a professional medium, when they begin, they're off the charts at the end. I'm starting my three-week advanced course of that. Um, I teach, I just taught a whole animal familiars class. I teach spirit guide class. I teach tarot classes. I teach, I just taught a wheel of the year class, how to follow the Sabbaths and wheel of the year. Our astrologer people, I'm not an astrologer, teach astrology. Our crystal people teach crystals. Um, my partner, Father Sebastian, teach uh, vampirism. And again, we're the the good vampires i'm like mm -hmm. the saber tooth clan it's it's very the same it's my exact elemental magic yeah, it's like yeah, when yeah. he first i met him on ghost adventures and he, when he first offered to fang me it's like you know make me pass some fangs i'm like you're cute and all that but i my idea of vampires isn't good it's like whether you drink blood or not but it's not what you do you like psychic vampires but i read his books all his book oh no this is positive magic yes they embrace life so um you know how people the world gets the wrong idea of witches it's certainly mm -hmm. true of vampires they're just I can imagine. Em, embrace life my my what i always say which pisses them off it's like the difference of witches and vampires is in witches we're gonna wear like an organic cotton cloak to ritual or Stevie Nicks lace. Yeah. On the vamp our vampire rituals, you wear the finest of velvet with a red satin lining and fangs. Other than that, they're the same. Slight different yeah. deities here and there. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we have a lot of, we have paranormal investigators. So we teach a lot of paranormal protection classes. We have yeah. Kadrick Olson teaches a lot of Norse and Nordic method, a lot of men's spirituality. Amazing. So before I let you go, um, I want to talk about your book. So you have a book called Old World Magic for the Modern World. Yes. I want to know, do you have some tips? Like, is there anything, you know, I'm sure if you buy the book and delve into it, you get like amazing handbook of kind of how to get into magic. But, you know, is there any tips that you think kind of any everyone should know of like little magic tips that can help your life? Yes. my the And the reason I wrote the book, and it's a super simple book. I spent more time unwriting it than writing it on purpose. <laughs> so so that's why it's a bestseller in five countries because you yeah. go, oh, page on, oh, diet. Oh, how to talk to the dead. Oh, great. Love. How to get love. Easy peasy. How to clear your house. You don't need eye of new. You don't have to be a witch or a psychic or a medium. My best thing is what I call my 30 seconds to solve everything. Because mm -hmm. I look at us, we are we're out of balance. 
we're like, we started out this whole conversation. We're out of touch with nature, with moons, with cycles. So if you put your whole body into the four elements, air, fire, water, earth, like Native Americans, like the pagans that I am, your earth is who you are. It's your grounding. It's your home. It's how people know you, your persona. Your fire is your passion. What drives you? Love, sex, gods. Ah. That's north and south in an elemental compass. Where we get off balance is west and east, like going like an airplane going sideways. Mm-hmm. West is water. It's our emotions. Our, bo- our water is almost 60% of our body. It's almost 70%. The water has to flow, not judge stuff down, put in the corner. And air is our thought pattern, our focus, our clarity, the chatty brain, the foggy brain. So if you put your whole body, air, fire, water, earth, what? That means who you are, what drives you, your emotions and your thoughts. Where do we get messed up? Our emotions and our thoughts. Where um, what do we need more than anything to survive? Water and air. Like, there you go. So if we go back to that psychological mind, body, spirit thing, because that 20,000 books are written about self-help books, yeah. psychology books, spirituality, mind, you'll never, you have to believe it to make anything happen. You'll never surpass your own beliefs. Body, you have to take action, get off the couch. And the spirit, Mm, that's the less tangible. That's the magic behind it. Whether it's through faith, you go to church and pray, or you're new age and you do a vision board and affirmation, or you're a spell worker and you're doing candle working. But if you have them, you believe it, you take action and the spirit, you get it. You could look at everything in your life that you've accomplished. You've, you've had that. The stuff you haven't quite accomplished, one of those things need tweaking or two. You don't really believe it or that you deserve it or can do it. You haven't taken the action or that faith or magic behind it. So if you take that concept into day-to-day life, say, because we're all off balance, say you're not as happy as you could be, because these are scary times, for whatever reason, justified or not, doesn't matter. Screamed out the window or held inside seat, doesn't matter. If you're not as happy as you could be, or you're not as productive as you could be, like, I should do this, I'm not. Or equally important, you're not as awake as you could be. Again, this Mm -hmm. is not about being zombies anymore, conscious, conscious. Instead of going, well, I'm just going to stay numb and unhappy and eat like people do or drink or watch tv or do drugs whatever you do and to numb or just stay the zombies just say no 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 which element is most out of balance right now oh it's my emotions i just got in a fight with my roommate that's water i need water i need running water think how good you feel after a shower running water is like an aspirin for a headache it just works whether you believe in magic or not if you mm-hmm. take that into the mind body spirit you could always find running water a bathroom a sink a kitchen a drinking pot walk up to the water state state whether you're talking to yourself or god or gods or the water with this water i'm going to release this angst anger fear sadness whatever run your hands body underwater for 30 seconds the second you touch that water there's your shower you've released the excess angst sadness fear in a healthy way you haven't stuffed it down and it's gone really gone now if you need to deal with what caused it you could have that conversation without people thinking you're a screaming meaning so that's it water emotion and if it's no it's not my emotion day it's my air it's my thought i can't focus i can't think straight i've got to focus i've got an important meeting that's your air element you're probably not breathing because no one breathes so breathe and to make it a fast breathing exercise a 30 second i add sound i do a lot of heka work egyptian magic and without giving you a lesson in every sound and every vowel, vowels <laughs> open up the head, period. Any vowel, any order. Think about it. Every sacred word is a vowel. Amen. Om. Native American, opens up this whole crown of illumination. So if you're going, oh my God, I can't think, I have to do this. 
mind, body, spirit, 30 seconds. Okay, whether you're talking to your brain or your mind or God or the element of air itself, with this 30 seconds of deep breathing, with this 30 seconds of vowel, I need to call on the air element. So whether you're sitting, you know, in the bathroom going, ah, om, ra, or e-i-e-i-o with your kid, within 30 seconds, the chatter will stop, the fog will lift, and the clarity will come in that big. Those two still alone, water and air, emotions and thoughts, are game changers for people to balance out their emotions and their thoughts. Game changers. But if That's you're not feeling- amazing. But it makes so much sense. I've never had a bath and not felt better after it. Exactly. You know, and I've never like let out, like, you know, vocalized <sighs> a bit of frustration and not felt some sort of release from it, you know? so And the same thing if it's, you know, if it's like you're not grounded for earth, hug a tree. If you, yeah, if you can't yeah. hug a tree because you're in a building, grab a pencil. The pencil still has the spirit of the tree and you put their mind, body, spirit. And the fire, maybe you're, you're not feeling, you have a hot date and you're not feeling it or talking to spirit, which is fire too. Or you're just tired, you have too much earth and you, you can't dance around a bonfire, which is my first choice. The heck up for that is Z. Zzz, that's the serpent strike. So 30 seconds of zzz, whether you're talking to the breath of a dragon or Pele Volcano or the Holy Spirit or the fire in your belly, all of a sudden you get the tingling in the base of your spine comes up your and within 30 seconds you'll have the passion or fire or creativity or energy that you need. We have it all in us. We were given every tool we need in this little human body. I use, I like tools. I carry two big wicker baskets of every herb oil chime, but we don't need any of it. We have it all. Amazing. Patty, thank you so much for joining me today. It was an absolute pleasure to talk to you. It was great. Thank you. You're a beautiful host. Thank you. Thank you for having Thanks me on. Thanks so much. And I'm going to leave all of Patty's information below so you can go follow her on Instagram, her website, everything else, her YouTube. There's loads of content on there for you guys to watch. So I'm sure you'll all enjoy it. 